is not son of God like James Ford III is my son. He's the son of God as the designation of deity. He's God. He's God. He's God. The man Jesus is God. Welcome to Treasure Truth with Pastor and author James Ford Jr., Senior Pastor of the Christ Bible Church in Chicago. I'm Steve Hiller. Glad that you're with us today as we are in a message entitled, Who Do You Serve? And pastors, uh, we introduce you at the beginning of every program as James Ford Jr. There's a third? You got a, there's a third. All right, there's a and third. And a fourth. And a, wow. Yeah. All yeah. right. <laughs> but, but as you uh, point out, you know, the Son of God, Jesus, is not like your son or right, grandson. Right. What, what sets him apart, makes him so different? Uh, because he was born of the Holy Spirit. And uh, so he is uh, the son of God, second person of the Godhead. And uh, he volunteered to come down and die for us because we couldn't go up. He came down. And now that he came down, we can go up. And so people see the phrase son of God and they think uh, it means he's a son, like a son. Yeah. But it's a designation of deity. Now, what do you mean by that, Pastor Ford? Okay, he's called the son of Abraham. See, that's a designation that points to the covenant. He's called son of man. That's what identifies him in his humanity, you see. And, and so those designations are for our comprehension to, to know that that's who he is. So Hebrews 1 verse 8 says, but God, God the Father, said unto my God, God the Son, sit here, sit on this throne until I make your enemies your footstool. And so, yes, he is. He's God in the flesh. As a matter of fact, he said, unless you believe that I am, you shall die in your sins. What do you mean I am? He goes back to Exodus chapter 3, 14 through 16, where Yahweh God identifies himself as I am that I am. What's that? I am the self-existing one. I am the self-sustaining one. And boy, what a privilege it is to know the true and the living God. 14 times in the Old Testament, true and living God. 14 times in the New Testament, true and living God. Tie score. Well, let's uh, open our Bibles to the New Testament. We are in the book of Hebrews, chapter 4, as we continue the message, Who Do You Serve? Here is Pastor Ford. I'm going last night to uh, Dino's house. He's our custodian. I need to find out some things because, you know, we let everybody off. And so some things, you know, aren't done. We got to get them done. And so I went by just to talk to him. And I got lost because he lived down by the viaduct where you get turned around. I'm saying, I can't find this. So then I pressed my OnStar button because I have a never get lost OnStar GPS system. Now, let me tell you how it works. Everybody got OnStar, know this. They can put it in your nav system, your GPS, where you could just, or they will guide you and tell you, turn right here, turn. I said, they said, what do you want us to do, uh, Mr. Ford? I said, since I'm so close, just tell me where to go. They said, okay, go up to the stop sign and make a right. Then I'm going to stop sign and make a right. They said, now continue uh, two blocks and then make a left. I said, there it is. I see it. They said, all right, make a right up there. And then they said, you should be looking out your driver's side window at the address. I said, I am. Right. See, 
I can never get lost. Let me tell you why. Because there's somebody that's up in the heavens that's able to see where I am down on earth and tell me where I am and tell me how to get where I'm going. Because my car has something on the inside that corresponds with a satellite that's in space so that whenever I need direction, the person who's controlling it all sends a signal there that's met in my car. I hear the voice and go where I'm supposed to go. I'm not worried about what's going to happen to me, what I'm going to have in this coming year. I have things I need, things I want, things I do, but I'm not worried about that. I'm worried about one thing. He's with me. That's all I'm worried about. The fact that he's on my side. I know I win because he's on my side. And so all I got to do is get into my SUV of prayer and send one up and say, Lord, guide me. Because you said, trust in you with all of my heart. Lean not to my own understanding. And in all my ways acknowledge you and you will direct my path. I don't want to know what the, the, the popular thing is. I don't want to know what the new thing is. I want to know what the old word says. Help me preach this thing. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, aren't you glad that the word of God doesn't have an expiration date on it. See, this book don't care that it's a new year. Why? Because my God is the same yesterday, today. Oh, you ready to? Mm -hmm, yeah, that's it. That's it. And so when you look at it, he is a present priest. <laughs> yeah, now listen. There are two senses of it. When he says we have, there is an exclusive sense and an inclusive sense. Say, what are you talking about, passport? Hold on a minute, I'm explaining to you. Exclusivity. Say, what are you talking about? We. Only we. We have cornered the market on God. You don't believe me. Buddhists don't have him. Muslims don't have him. Even good church-going people don't have him. But we do. Okay, let me ask you a question. We, is he talking about church members? Is he talking about baptized folk? Is he talking about uh, people who made a resolution? Is he talking about people who came to church? I'm going to start the year off in church, even if I don't go the rest of the year. So I'm glad to see many of you today, because I know I ain't going to see you next week. I ain't hating, I'm just stating. And this morning, uh, one of the musicians said, no, two weeks. I said, no, commitment don't last that long anymore. Don't last that long anymore. And so, no, only those who belong to him. Okay, let me see, let me see. See, you're not saved unless you believe. You believe, not you were told to believe, that Jesus is God in the flesh who died. With, he's God. And it amazes me, I just heard a testimony while I was in my office of somebody that became a member and said, you know, I didn't even know he was God. And I said, in Eric's class, and he told me he was God. So he's God. He is not son of God like James Ford III is my son. He's the son of God as the designation of deity. He's God. 
He's God. He's God. The man Jesus is God. Okay, now, what does he mean, we have? Only us. You say, that, that, I don't like that statement where you say we have a monopoly on God. We cornered the market. Well, that's what the Bible says. I didn't say it. That's what the Bible says. And here's what he means. Okay, I'll give you an example. You know, little, little kids around here, man, I love little kids. And, and, and some of these little girls, I didn't have any girls, you know. And so I really spoil girls. And, and so some of them come up and hug me and everything. And I just relish it. And I, uh, uh, watch night, we ate together. And at 5 o'clock, they start eating. 6 o'clock, I got here. And they said, Pastor Ford, you got to hear what this little girl said about you. And I said, uh, what'd she say? And so they said, no, let her tell you. And they said, here he is. Tell him who he is. And so she turned around and whispered to her mother. And she said, no, tell him. She turned around. I said, who am I, baby? She said, you're Jesus. I said, oh, my Lord, is this girl made a mistake? And then I thought about it. You'll hear it again because I filed it in my journal and then put it in my illustration book under, you know, sometimes we're the only Jesus that people see. So I'll work that later on. But, but here's what happened. Sunday service is over. This, these people have been coming about two, three months. They have a pretty little girl. And she always comes up. She wants to say, and her mother lets her come. She came up to me. They've been about three months. She came to me. She said, and people were standing around now waiting after the service because, you know, I don't go to the back anymore because I'm wet, number one, and then I don't want you lying, number two. You know, talk about it was a good sermon and you slept the whole time. So I don't want to put you in a place where you got to repent. So I stay up front. Anybody want to talk to me? They come to the front. So she came up. Some of the kids come and hug me. Y'all see them coming in. She came. She said, she said, can I ask you a question? I said, yeah, baby. What you want to ask me? Are you my daddy? And everybody was, everybody's eyes got big on her. I said, no. Now, let me ask you something. Have I ever been to your house? No. I said, no, I've never been to, I was looking at them. No, I've never been to her. Boy, I know they couldn't wait. I know they couldn't wait, Doc. They couldn't wait, Brother Jones. And, and, and she said, and I said, now, 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 the only time you see me is here at church, right? She said, uh-huh. I said, okay, 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 well, listen, I'm not your daddy, okay? Okay, okay. Then she stood there and I said, uh, I said, okay, okay. She said, I want to ask you another question. I said, okay, go ahead and ask me a question. Will you be my daddy? <laughs> I said, oh no, baby, I can't be your daddy. And you know how I am, even with, you know, I know she didn't understand. I said, my wife ain't feeling that, you know? It's like that could cause trouble in my home. Now why? Because she did not belong to me. We exclusively he's on my side our side and he ain't on nobody else's side because he didn't die for anybody else but those who accept him as their personal lord and savior it's exclusive man i'm in the click now check this out this is deep y'all i'm gonna say this for another time but i gotta drop it on you say drop it like it's hot she said, can I ask you one more question? And I was afraid to tell her yes. <laughs> and I looked around, I said, where your mama? She said, she over there talking to that lady. I said, that's your mama over there? I, gotta tell. I said, your, your daughter, you need to come. She said, she giving you trouble? And I said, well, she ain't no trouble, but she giving me problems. <laughs> so she started coming and, and uh, she said, you said I can ask you another question? I said, well, she said, you won't be my daddy? I said, no. 
I said, but here's what I'm going to be. I'm going to be your pastor. She turned around and she said, I don't need a pastor. I need a daddy. I said, man, man. And she was only about four or five. I don't know what her age was, but it was like, I was saying, man, that's deep. She went and picked her out of daddy, Jack. You're listening to Treasure Truth with Pastor Ford, a message called, Who Do You Serve? And we're going to get back to this teaching from Hebrews chapter 4 in just a moment. I want to let you know that if you ever have a question about something you hear on the broadcast, you can always ask your question to Pastor Ford by coming to our website. It's treasuretruthradio.org. Click on the contact link and go ahead and ask your question there. Maybe it's about something he said in a message or about how a certain passage of Scripture really is to be understood and then applied to your life. Again, ask your question when you come to treasuredtruthradio.org and click on the contact link. Let's get back to the message. Once again, here is Pastor Ford. So what's he saying? He's saying then we have a personal priest. And I want you to notice something. Notice in the King James, I hate to say this, the King James is wrong. I'm like Fonzie, it's hard for me to get that out. Because in the Greek, here's what it says. Seeing then we have the great high priest. There's a definite article in front of high priest. Now what does that mean? It means then he's unique. He's not one of great high priest, but he's the only great high priest. He's not even a great high priest. He's the only great. So then he's telling us he's ours in an exclusive sense because he's unique. But then notice the word great. It's the Greek word mega. Here's what he's saying. Your Jesus is too small. You need to supersize him. You need to see him for who he really is. So then he's saying he is, he is, he with a definite article, he's saying he's unique. And with the adjective great, he's saying he's unparalleled. Look who I have with me. The God who Colossians 1 said brought everything into being because everything was created by Jesus Christ. And everything is by him and for him and through him. And he's on my side. I don't know. I hope you get it. 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 So in an Exclusive sense, but there's also an inclusive sense. Now, you know, I, I search and search and search sometimes for illustrations. And sometimes that's why I use them over because some of them just pop up in your mind. That's the best illustration that you could do to illustrate this. So tell me, tell us the Mickey D illustration again, Pastor Ford. That way I'll do it. But if you don't ask me, then I ain't going to do it. Come on, tell me. Okay, since you insist, let me tell you what happened. Uh, one day, I had left South Shore Baptist Church. I'll tell you how long ago it was. And some of you could tell this story. And I went to get me something to eat. And I went up the street to McDonald's. And I went in and I ordered me a Big Mac number one supersize. Because y'all ain't going to believe I ordered a Happy Meal. You ain't, you, I ain't going to tell that lie. It place, place has some people in it, but I go back to that corner there, way back in the corner and put my food. Because sometimes I'm like an old dog. When I'm eating, I don't, don't bother me. You know, don't bother me. And so a guy got out of his car. I said, that's a preacher. And he went over and got a cup of coffee. And he started walking toward my table. I'm looking around. He's coming to my table. 
You know what I'm thinking? And uh, he better not ask for none of my fries. And uh, he sits down. He says, uh, you a preacher, aren't you? And I said, man, because I wasn't dressed like a preacher, even though he was. And I, I try hard not to look like a preacher. And uh, I said, yeah. And I said the same thing about you when you came in. I knew you were a preacher. He said, the spirit's bearing witness with my spirit. He said, I just got my coffee. I was come say something to you. Cause I said, that's got to be a preacher over there. I, I just sensed that he's a preacher. I said, man, I did the same thing with you. And then we start talking about our background. He had sold drugs. I had sold drugs. He had been to jail. I had been to jail. His wife left him. And then God saved their marriage and put him in. The same thing we go with us. I said, man. And we making noise in there and people looking at us like, going, you know. And so then he asked the question. He said, so preacher, where do you pastor? Where do you fellowship? I said, well, down the street, you know, uh, right down on Coles. He said, what kind of church is it? I said, well, one that uh, we just believe that uh, Jesus is Lord and, and we're going to try our best to serve him the way he wants us to serve him. He said, no, preacher. He said, what kind of church is it? I said, well, we, I mean, we just believers in Jesus Christ down there. That's all. He said, preacher, come on, don't avoid the issue. You know what I'm talking about. I said, well, if you want to know what our affiliation is, uh, we, we, we're affiliated. Uh, we're Baptists. Baptists. Oh, no, we can't fellowship. Grabbed the rest of his coffee, got up, walked out, got in his car. I was, I was sitting there. I couldn't even eat the rest of my food. You know I was hurt. If, if I couldn't eat the rest of my food, you know I was hurt. As a matter of fact, little tears start coming out my, kind of come my eyes, uh, uh, Pastor Garland, start coming out of my eyes, man. And uh, I'm thinking, what did we just have if we didn't have fellowship? Fellowship ain't about the fries and the shake and the, oh, I didn't tell you I had a shake, but it was, uh, it ain't about fries and shake and Big Macs. It's about Jesus and his redemption and reconciliation and the relationship and his resources to us. And this guy walked out. So you know, some of you know what I'm going to say. Because then when people say, tell us, Pastor, uh, you know, uh, so what kind of church is it? I say, let me tell you what we are. We are Baptists. Because we believe that water baptism is the Christian's wedding band. It's the outward symbol of inward reality. And we believe it's by immersion, uh, not sprinkling, because he said we're dead, buried, and raised with Jesus Christ. So when you bury somebody, you just don't sprinkle the dirt on them because they'll be like Lazarus stinking everywhere. You, you put them down six feet so the smell don't come up. So we're Baptist, but hold up, don't, don't, wait, 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 but we're also Methodists because Methodists believe that you cannot live the Christian life apart from the power of the infilling of the Holy Spirit, and we believe that, so we're Methodists, but hold up, hold up. We're also Pentecostals because the word speaks of what happened on the day of Pentecost when people were placed into the body of Christ. 1 Corinthians 12, 13, for by one spirit are we all baptized into one body. So then we are all baptized by the Holy Spirit. So we are Pentecostals because we're in the body of Christ. But hold up, hold up. We're also charismatics because the word charismata means gifts of grace. And every believer that gets saved gets at least one spiritual gift. I have the gift of pastor hyphen teacher. So therefore, I am a charismatic. But hold up, hold up. I'm also a Lutheran.
because the bywords of the Protestant Reformation under Luther were five catechisms. Solo scriptural, solo Christos, solo fidelis, solo bibliosacra, and solo de gloria. That is Christ alone, scripture alone, faith alone, the Bible alone, and glory to God alone. We believe that, so we are Lutherans. But hold up, hold up. We're also Episcopalians because the Greek word episkopos means to oversee. And so we have elder rule where those who are supposed to be the most spiritual are under shepherds, under the great shepherd of his flock. I am an episkopos, so therefore I'm Episcopalian. But hold up, hold up, hold up. I'm also Catholic because the word Catholic means universal. Now, I'm part of a local body, Christ Bible Church, but I'm part of the universal body made up of all blood-washed believers all over the world. So I am a Catholic, but hold up, hold up, hold up. I'm also a holy roller because when he saved me, he robed me in his righteousness and made me holy in him. I'm righteous not because of my act of what I do, but because of what he did. Then he wrote my name on the roll book, the Lamb's Book of Life. So I'm all that, a bag of chips, the dip, and everything else in between. Why do you say that? Because even though we're Christ's Bible church, we ain't the only ones that love the Bible. And we ain't the only ones that love Jesus. And we don't need to be super spiritual. I go to Christ's Bible church. And it's the only church to serve in God. Yeah, we try to focus on correct doctrine, but don't be down on somebody because they don't believe exactly what you believe. Now, I'm not saying doctrine not important. I'm saying, like Tony Evans says, if I'm in a foxhole and I'm in a warfare and somebody's next to me in the foxhole, I only care about one thing. Are they pointing their pistol in the same direction that I'm? And this is what's happening in Christendom. You in the, you in the Baptist and the Pentecostal. We got the guns pointed at each other instead of at the devil. Well, what a place to have to pause today's teaching. It's a sad truth, though, isn't it? And we're going to continue to look at this next time of the broadcast. If you want to make sure you don't miss it, come to the website and sign up to podcast the program. Our website address is treasuredtruthradio.org. You know, Pastor, as someone tunes in and listens to Moody Radio, not only are they going to hear this Bible teaching program, but just a wide array or variety of programming that can really be used to encourage and help them grow in their walk with Christ. Oh, yes. And you're going to hear things that are going to build you up in your most precious faith in Jesus Christ. Uh, You know, it's amazing to me. Uh, I say it all the time, but, you know, sometimes what we do is uh, we buy things we don't need with money we don't have to amass bills we can't pay to police people we don't like and don't care anyway. We are going to be held accountable for our stewardship. Isn't it amazing that we can send it ahead uh, by giving to Moody Radio? Yeah, absolutely. Because that's an investment that draws a dividend that has eternal consequences. And I, I mean, when you invest in Moody Radio, you are actually investing in the only two things that last forever, the Word of God and the souls of men and women. Well, you can make an investment right now by coming to our website. It is treasuredtruthradio.org. Click on the donate button. 
We need both the ongoing monthly gifts and the one-time gifts. Again, that's at treasuretruthradio.org. Thanks for giving and for listening. Thanks also to our producer, Amy Rios. For Pastor Ford, I'm Steve Hiller. Treasure Truth is a production of Moody Radio, a ministry of Moody Bible Institute.